Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, part of our year-long exploration of courageous connections. And this week I wanted to take on a topic around connection related to silence, connecting through silence. And it's kind of odd because we think of connection as happening through a variety of other means. We think of connection as happening through conversation and talking with people, or perhaps texting, emailing, sharing and writing. We can connect through touch, physical touch. We can connect through sending gifts or special, you know, special things that somebody might appreciate. And so we tend to think that connect, connecting happens through these active means. And I wanted to explore today the possibility of connection as happening through silence and stillness. So let's start off with thinking about our relationship to silence and stillness, because for many people, and you know, when I talk about this with friends and clients, for many people, the idea of stillness and silence can feel uncomfortable, can feel unfamiliar can almost feel awkward. And so why is that? So I think the first simple explanation is that we're not used to it. (laughs) Our culture and our society seems to propel us into constant motion. It supports the idea that connecting happens through doing something together and talking with each other and things passing back and forth that are audible or visible. And so we're just not used to it. We, we don't sit around and just be in silence together or be in stillness together so much. And so it can feel very strange. I think there's also this sense that in of the stories that we tell ourselves about what silence between two people, for example, means. So if we're sitting with somebody at dinner or we're sitting, you know, somebody at a dinner party and what happens when silence arises? And I know that one very common story we can immediately pass through our heads is that, oh my gosh, is something wrong? Like, do we have not have enough in common that we don't have anything to say? And so we can start to get concerned about that. Or, Will this silence make the other person uncomfortable because we're all sitting around staring at each other and what are we supposed to do other than just stare at each other, which feels horribly uncomfortable? So this sense of there's always a story. As soon as things go into silence, that we start to generate a story about what we think that silence means. And we attribute to it, you know, this sense of discomfort. There's a lack of something. Something is missing. Something is wrong. Because again, we're pretty uncomfortable with this idea of simple silence and simple stillness. There's also this piece of what do we do with ourselves physically. So if there's a quiet space, is what do we do? Do we just sit there? Do we look at each other? Or do we look away? Do we, you know, tap our foot or to kind of add some motion in there? Or how do you sit? How do you just be in total stillness? So I think this aspect of discomfort, right, comes up. A lot. And so with the fact that I think that's the norm for most of us, I wanted to just provoke the idea of what might be possible in silence. And let me first say that I, like many, spent much of my life 
being incredibly uncomfortable in silence for all of the reasons that I just described. As a coach, I've realized how powerful silence can be. So let me share what I mean. I can't remember, but I think I had a high school teacher in English class who once said, a conversation can work a lot like the capital letter M, where if you go up the first leg of the letter M, it rises and rises and rises and rises till it like peaks somewhere. And then as soon as it starts to decline, so that short part of the capital letter M on the left-hand side, it starts to decline. Most conversations end at that point because we get nervous in the space of the decline. But at that point that lies between the two little arms of the interior of the M is a moment of silence oftentimes when then things pick back up again. And that's where we get the second half of that interior part of the M that lifts up and raises up to another peak. And what the English teacher explained was she said, typically that's the most interesting part of the conversation, but we never get to it because when things start to decline, we get very nervous about the decline or about the silence, the silent point that we hit, that we immediately shift to something else. But if we were able to wait it out, that typically the most interesting thing would happen in that last bit of ascent after that low point in the center of the M. So that was kind of one explanation of it. The second thing around, you know, silence is this sense that we tend to think of the active part, the talking, the communicating, the be, the doing, and all those kinds of things as where something is happening. But there's this negative space of the silence and the quiet where oftentimes the most profound things are happening. Many people need some space in order to process things that are being said. Almost all of us need space and quiet and a sense of, and a period of calm or a space of calm to identify how we're feeling in a particular moment. Because feelings are really complex. We tend to be on the surface of feelings. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, I'm, you know, this. And, and we kind of skirt over saying it and then go into story. But in a quiet, silent space, you know, there is this opportunity where we feel. And it's when we're connecting into feeling or sharing a space with someone who's connecting into feeling, when something really quite profound can be happening. And there's something very real that can be shared. I know that for me personally, before I got acclimated to feeling okay with silence, is that I found lots of relationships or conversations or things could never quite get to the depth that maybe I, I desired or I craved because we were always filling space with things and the things that are naturally just kind of pouring out of our mouths and out of our heads on like, you know, autopilot circuit are usually not the deepest, most interesting or meaningful things. It's the things that happen once we touch in someplace deeper inside of ourselves. And so in a period of silence, it allows for some processing, for some feeling, for some sitting with something that can then bring forth, you know, that interesting thing on that other half of that M. I also think it's this space of um, asking ourselves, 
what would it mean to be comfortable in there? What would it mean to be comfortable in a space of silence and to see it as a place of connection and that connection happening because our energy is being shared? Whatever I'm feeling and experiencing in the moment internally is being shared with someone else because our, our energy actually emanates about three to four feet away from us. Or, but it also emanates over a telephone. Like people can feel us, feel our energy, even if nothing is being said, and especially if nothing is being said, and we can feel theirs. And so there is this connection of an energy as opposed to words that's happening that, again, sometimes can be the deepest kind of connection that we can have with someone. So, yeah, I've been provoking this idea, and I wanted to share a story, and I was recently working with a client, and I recognized that it was a client who benefited from more time to process. So we would be sharing things back and forth in the coaching session, and I recognized that just when they were on the cusp of taking in something that could feel really important to them, they started to talk a lot. And, you know, almost kind of like, all right, how do I grab that and move to the next thing or fill it with a story or space? And I invited them just to pause and say, take the silence and see what it feels like just to listen to what we've just discussed and to create a space or a pause and see what happens. And of course, at first it was difficult. What was amazing, though, is that as this client got comfortable taking pauses and just sitting with listening, they processed so much more deeply. I could see the integration happening. And then it was so much quicker over like the next week as to how that um, pause and that what was integrated was able to show up in their other practices. Like they were able to really do the things we talked about later because they had taken that pause to really integrate it. I also then saw, you know, had the opportunity to hear about this client using pauses and silence with other people in conversations, you know, as they asked questions, then leaving space and leaving pause and hearing about the incredible exchanges they had because they left enough space for someone else to process, for someone else to think and they made it comfortable for there to be silence. So that's this week's invitation. The invitation is to say, what is my relationship with silence and with quiet? And what could, what type of connection could be strengthened by creating more space for silence and quiet? So this week you might want to experiment whether it's a conversation with somebody at work, whether it's a friend or a partner or a child, you know, any of your relationships is how can you experiment with adding more silence into the space and just be curious about what arises. As always, you know, I love to hear if you're having interesting experiences arising. It's one of my favorite things in the week is when I get emails from people that say, oh my gosh, I tried that and here's what happened or that was so helpful and here's, you know, what came forward. So I always love to get the emails and hear about people's experiment with the things that we talk about in the podcast. You can always go on and share in the Wonder Your Way to Brilliant Facebook group if you're a member of that group and if not, you can request membership. 
Um, and if you love this podcast, share it with somebody else who you think might benefit from it or enjoy listening to it and go ahead and rate us on iTunes if you can. So thanks for listening and we will be back again next week with another episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant.